You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, that was Dan Campbell. I said this last week. I just can't hear enough of him. I mean, if I was a player, I would be hanging on to every word. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, J-Rod with you on this Monday morning. Hope everyone had a great weekend. And it is a great time to take a look at the division odds in the NFL. A couple of sports books have them up, and... It's crazy. The Lions are favorites to put their 32-year division title drought to an end this upcoming season. You heard me correctly. That's what it is. And really, it, it shouldn't surprise us if we look at the way the Lions finish the season and you take a look at that division. I mean, unless Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have some type of bounce-back season, it should be the Lions as the favorite, J-Rod. Well, I think what we showed – what we learned was if the Minnesota Vikings can do it, anybody can do it, right? I mean, it, it, listen, the Lions have a lot of heart. They play a lot of tough football. But to me, I don't think that I would count out Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah. I, I, I've always said this. There's, there's two dangerous creatures on the face of the earth, a scorned woman and an athlete trying to prove that he and just motivated Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he didn't work with those receivers over the summer, but now they've had a year together, so now they know what to expect. Listen, I, I think the Lions are great. I think Dan Campbell's a great story, but I need to see it first. And and I think Green Bay might actually be a great little, you know, value pick to win that division. I'm with you. So I thought about this. Is part of it that the reason that we're getting... So let me just go through the odds here. Lions plus 145. Packers 3-1. to Vikings 3-1. to And then the Bears plus 450. Is part of the reason, you know, that you're getting a little value on the Packers because we don't know where Aaron Rodgers is going and we saw a little bit of a setback last season. If he makes an announcement that he's staying in Green Bay, do you think those odds get shorter? But also, like, he's 39 years old. So we all know the history of the resume, but uh, father time is not on his side. 
I've always said, you know, I remember when when we were talking about the Lions and they did the hard knock and they said, listen, Jared Goff is going to have a good season, borderline great season in Detroit because they finally figured out a way to get him to succeed. And a lot of people kind of laughed at that and it worked. They, they changed the way they, 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 they ran their offense to put Jared Goff in a position to succeed. Now the question is, the NFL is a copycat league. So now we've seen this success for Jared Goff. Can he do it again? I, you know, look how far south he ended up, you know, after that Super Bowl season in, in L.A., he was out of L.A. not too shortly thereafter. Teams, defensive coordinators, they figure stuff out, and they figure stuff out quick. So I, I need to see it first. So, so and, if, and, if, and if Rodgers ends up staying in Green Bay, definitely those things will get shorted. And you never know what the Bears do. Listen, if the Bears go out and get a haul, and all of a sudden Justin Fields is okay, they might be a little bit of a sleeper too. I think it's wide open. And, oh, by the way, more slander on the Vikings, the defending I, champions. Nobody, nobody's even talking about them. I know. I mean, <laughs> if the Vikings can figure out how not to be fraudulent, I agree. I think this is the most intriguing division because all, there's just question marks with all of these teams, and you you just never know. I remember last year going over these divisions, and it seemed like the NFC East was going to be the worst division, and it turned out to be one of the strongest. So I think that we could have some surprises in the NFC North. It's obviously very early. We need to see how some of these dominoes are going to fall, but uh, I think it's uh, definitely one to take a look at. What about down in Miami, the AFC East? We've got the Bills plus 100, the Jets plus 320, the Dolphins, four to one, and the Patriots plus five fifty. What intrigues you here, J. Rod? Well, we're we're really count. I, how can the Jets be, have a shorter number than the Dolphins when the Jets don't even have a quarterback? Now, some would argue that the Dolphins don't have a quarterback either because we don't know if Tua can play a, a whole 16, 17 games, and we know Tua can't play. We probably they're not expecting him to play. I think the the, the cloak of invincibility from the Buffalo Bills got taken back a little bit. I don't think they're that big bad machine. Belichick, Mac Jones, you get them with a real offensive coordinator. You never know what they'll be able to do. Listen, I think it's Miami's division. Honestly, if Tua can play Mike McDaniel in the lab with his guitar at the parties, walking around with his Yeezys, having a good time, I think they can do some things. And if they get any semblance of defense, and they got a new defensive coordinator on the way, any semblance of defense, they're going to be pretty good. And again, I don't think people are that scared of Buffalo anymore. I think they figured him out. I think Josh Allen took a big step back. Yeah. Do you think Josh Allen is overrated? Because I started asking myself that question. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be high on the Bills. That might be a team that I'm looking to fade. But what about the Tua situation? What can you tell us? We know he suffered those concussions. There was talks of maybe he might retire. We don't really have an update, but that's just a huge question mark, as well as what the offensive line and the running back position for the Dolphins. What are their needs aside from quarterback as well? I think the the biggest glaring weakness, disappointment for the Dolphins last year was their secondary. I mean, they were so good defensively a couple of years ago. You know, 10 picks, you know, Xavier Howard and, and, and Byron Jones, but they were hurt. You know, Jones missed the whole year. 
Uh, Howard was dealing with a bum ankle all year. You know, I think that needs to get better. I think the tight end situation needs to improve for them. Gasicki, for some reason, has fallen out of favor in Miami. I think they found their running game, uh, sort of, you know, with Jeff Wilson and Mozart. They found it where it's serviceable. But the big question is, is going to be Tua and that offensive line. I mean, you know, I think the Dolphins, they're saying all the right things. He's our guy. He's our quarterback. You know, but the question is, they need to get themselves a quarterback who a backup quarterback who is going to have to play four to five yeah. games a year for sure. And on this very program, Jason Lockenfora brought up the name Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, listen, there's that Mike McDaniel connection. The Dolphins are in a weird position where they're going to have to pay almost starter money for a backup quarterback because it's not a matter of if Tua is, is hurt. Tua will get hurt. I mean, I know he's yeah. taking judo to know how to fall and everything. I've never heard that before. Uh, but I think it's a situation where they need a backup quarterback that they know is going to have to play three to five games every year. Yeah, that's a great point. I love the Jimmy G option, and I'd be happy for Jimmy G, you know, walking into that stacked Dolphins roster. The one thing about the running back uh, position with the Dolphins is they don't have a running back under contract for the 2023 upcoming season. So they do have to figure out, you know, are they going to re-sign Mostert? What are they going to do? Jeff Wilson, he's up as well. So that'll be interesting uh, for the Dolphins. But I, I like the Jimmy G look. That could be good. And maybe, you know, it's almost like a run or quarterback by committee where you know that once you suffer a few concussions, like it's going to keep happening. Like there's no way he's going to be reliable and available all the time. But someone like Jimmy G, who you can just plug in there, um, he's a professional, a veteran. You know, he's played at a very high level. That that accepts the role. Now, granted, you're going to have to pay him more than a backup. You're going to have to pay him almost starter money. But the ownership here in Miami, they're not afraid to spend the money. So it could be a good fit. Let's go to the AFC North because this one is interesting. Bengals plus 135. Ravens plus 220. Browns plus 410 and the Steelers at plus 550. Now, of course, we know Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I fully expect them to build, keep building off what they've been doing. Um, maybe they can finally fix their offensive line. We don't know if Lamar is going to be in Baltimore. So that is interesting that they are the second favorite. And then are we going to see something from Deshaun Watson and the Browns? I mean, I don't think we can count them out. I'm thinking the Browns at plus 410 could really give you some value there. Right, Paul? <laughs> Do I have anybody? Uh, J-Rod is really thinking this one over. Um, so, yeah, that's an, that's an interesting one. The Browns and the Steelers both, like there could be value there. Um, I know the – the Steelers were like kind of our, Kenny our sleeper Pickett team trying to get in. To Could be Kenny Pickett season, right? No, I don't Year think plus five fifty is enough. That big no, I'm not. I'm better not. than Joe Burrow. I do like yeah. the overall look of like these two. Like I'm, I'm so me personally, I'm ruling out the Ravens. I'm just taking the Ravens out, whether or Same. not Lamar is there or not. I'm just eliminating them, and it's a, it's a good franchise. They historically are always competitive. 
But I just think this Lamar thing and then the stuff with Eric DaCosta and was it Bateman, some of the receivers on social media, this thing just feels like it's teetering a little bit and could be messy this year. So I would, and there's not a ton of value on the Bengals, but yes, I would look at either of either the Browns or the Steelers. Not saying I'm pulling the trigger on the Steelers today at plus 550 to win the division, but some interesting value on the board there as well. And maybe the Steelers get off to a slower start, but then really take off, and you could find a point in the season early where you can get better than plus 550. But yeah, I, I, the Ravens would not be a consideration, and we would never suggest to bet the Bengals at plus 135 to win the right. division. That's you want to throw them into like a divisional parlay that we do sometimes? Like, sure, that could be fun. But you know what? It's also funny, like. Like last year, right? The Colts were like the the team, the favorite that to win the AFC South, along with the Titans. But it seemed like we were we were all going to fade the Titans, and then the Colts, you know, as a co-favorite, just absolutely tanked, like fell apart, and were never in, even in the mix. So, yeah, I we we talk about all the time whether it's worst to first or some divisional winners that come out of last place from the year before, but definitely an opportunity to look for some value in some of these divisions. I'm such a degenerate because once you said divisional parlay, I'm like, oh, great idea. But then I'm like, okay, do we need <laughs> to pump the brakes? It is March 6th. Like, I, I just maybe not today. Time to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm already yeah. like, okay, I like this one. I like this one. No, Aaron, just take a step back. No need to be all in on a divisional parlay on March 6th. But here we are. Yeah. So like let's talk thing about. to do in August. Yeah. <laughs> it is. What about the AFC South? Uh, we've got the Jags minus 145, the Titans plus 280, the Colts plus 650, and then the Texans plus 850. The Colts and Texans are a couple of teams, guys, that I've seen in mock drafts that could trade up. Um, you know, maybe one of those teams, the Texans could, you know, pick a quarterback. They could get better. The Colts could also get a quarterback. So that could be interesting in that division. And then, of course, the Jags are the only team with, you know, as the favorites with minus money there. What do you like in that one, J-Rod? You know, it's funny. It's so weird that we're actually betting or, or expecting the Jacksonville Jaguars to be good. You know, not we saw the – the result of having an adult in the room with Doug Peterson and, and how Trevor Lawrence, you know, took such a good step forward. I'm a little, you know, scared about that defense because again, having to win the, the shootouts 38, 35, you know, having to come huge from behind, can't play the chargers every week in a playoff game. I, I kind of like Houston. I mean, you know what, they can get really good, really fast. And all of a sudden, you know, with a good coaching staff, a lot of energy, uh, a last place, schedule Houston could sneak up on some people Indianapolis they may be able to figure out their quarterback situation they at least came in with a pretty good defense and a, and a pretty good offensive line coming into the game and into the season I think they can do some some damage the Titans I think the Titans are going to be you know they're not going to be very good you know one thing I just thought of like going back to last year the like opening early odds on these divisions and if any of them that were placed last ended up winning the division like is there any value there or is it usually the favorite or the second favorite that goes ahead and wins this is betql daily presented by betmgm betql court always good to do on a monday things come up over the weekend 
we're frustrated, <laughs> and we need to vent. That's next on the BetQL Network. <laughs>